Hi, everybody. Tim Anderson here. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. I appreciate it. And we call this podcast USPAP Transformative Appraisals and the Public Trust. Recently, there was a post in LinkedIn about transformative appraisals. Numerous questions came in about what constituted a transformative appraisal. So, in this podcast, that's just what we're going to cover. When we're done here, you'll see why transformative appraisals are so important and why they must be the future of real estate appraisal. First, we have to understand what transformative means. Obviously, it comes from transform. This means, quote, to make a thorough or dramatic change in the form, appearance, or character, unquote. Keys to this definition are the adjectives thorough and dramatic when it comes to a change. Therefore, to transform does not mean to modify. It does not mean to tweak or even to fix. Rather, to transform goes deeper than any of these. It's more complete than any of these. It's more deconstructive than any of these. Therefore, the adjective transformative, as we are going to use it in this podcast, means to cause a marked change in someone or something. Typically, such a change is for the positive, which is important in this context. Notice we are not talking about mere change. No, rather, we're talking about a marked change. And in this context, Mark means clearly noticeable or evident. Therefore, to make a transformative change means to appraise differently in the future than appraisers do now. It means to transform however it was we appraised in the past. A transformative change is a sweeping change. Dare I say it, even a revolutionary change. Therefore, what is a transformative appraisal? A transformative appraisal and its associated appraisal report has one goal. That is to convert data and facts into a reason the public can trust appraisers. Currently, the public has no reason to trust us. Why? Primarily because we have yet to give the public any reasons to trust us. Therefore, we appraisers must transform real estate appraisal ourselves. If we do not, then outside forces, forces antagonistic to us, will affect those changes. And there is little reason, frankly, to conclude those changes would be to our benefit. Let's consider one example of this need to transform the public's trust to our favor. Let's consider the concept of an arm's-length transaction. You are familiar with USPAP's definition of an arm's-length transaction, right? If you answered that question with a yes, there need to be some transformations in your professional life. You need to give the public reason to trust appraisers. This is because USPAP does not define an arm's-length transaction. USPAP uses the term eight times, but not once in Standard 1, the Development Standard, or Standard 2, the Reporting Standard. 
USPAP merely assumes we know what an arm's length transaction is and how to recognize it. But does that assumption have a foundation in fact and practice? Black's Law Dictionary, an authoritative source, defines an arm's length transaction. It is an adjective meaning, quote, of or relating to dealings between two parties who are not related or not on close terms, and who are presumed to have roughly equal bargaining power, unquote. This definition appears to be straightforward, but is it? Who determines if and how the parties are related? If they are related, who determines if they are or are not on close terms? Who presumes the parties are of roughly equal bargaining power? In other words, what is it that transforms a mere sale into an arm's-length transaction, and who makes that decision? For good or ill, it is the appraiser who shoulders this responsibility, and this is one area in which transformation must take place. Why? Transformation must happen if we appraisers are to remain relevant in the residential mortgage loan continuum. It must happen as a component of giving the public reason to trust us. Here's the issue. The purchase and sale of real property in and of itself is just that, a purchase and sale. It's not an arm's length transaction until we analyze it and via that analysis demonstrate it to be one. It is not an arm's-length transaction until we analyze the sale and purchase critically. Only via that analysis can we conclude it is or is not an arm's-length transaction. For example, suppose a house sells from a parent to a child. It's a safe bet this sale and purchase is not arm's-length, but... What happens if the parents and child were estranged, thus, per Black's definition, not on close terms? What if the parents and child never spoke to each other and negotiated the sale and purchase through attorneys and brokers? This situation alone surely means they'd have roughly equal bargaining power, don't you think? Yet, despite these qualifications, there are appraisers who without further analyses than merely looking at the deed, will assume this was not an arm's-length sale. How can the appraiser possibly know this without first doing the proper analytics to demonstrate it? Why does the appraiser merely assume this without proper evidentiary support? Why does the appraiser even suppose such an assumption is even close to USPAP compliant? Why does the appraiser suppose such a knee-jerk reaction serves the public trust? So, what is the necessary transformation here? How do we promote and maintain the public's trust in us? We appraisers, to remain relevant, must embrace the data verification model of the definition of market value. Then, we must determine the properties were not related or were not on close terms, and the parties were in rough parity when it came to bargaining power. Without transformation of what we do with this model, what happens? Our conclusion that a sale was or was not an arm's-length transaction remains a guess. 
Guessing gives the public no reason to trust us. Guessing renders us irrelevant. Guessing renders what we do as not credible. On the other hand, exercising proper due diligence, analyzing data and thinking critically, render us invaluable in the mortgage lending process. Here is another example of transformation that will keep us relevant and within the public's trust. Consider what makes a sale comparable to the subject. When the appraiser demonstrates a property has the same highest and best use as the subject, it becomes a comparable sale, not before. Without the necessary analytics and demonstration, to use a sale as a comparable is merely a guess. In most residential real estate appraisals, this demonstration is not a major challenge. Yet, as we already know, the GSEs are moving toward appraisals primarily for the more complex jobs. Currently, the challenge of deducing highest and best use from the market data is typically straightforward. However, because the easy jobs will likely not need an appraisal, this won't be the case in the future. Will appraisers be able to deduce what is the essential core of a real estate appraisal? If that answer is yes, then we promote and maintain a high level of public trust. If that answer is yes, then we have earned and deserve the public's trust. If that answer is yes, then the public sees us as professionals. So, is that answer yes? Now it's time to close the logic loop so we can end at the beginning. This podcast asked what a transformative appraisal was. Actually, a better question is, what is transformative appraisal? Transformative appraisal takes real estate appraisal out of the self-imposed and artificial strictures of box checking and form filling. Since we are the appraisal community, it's our challenge to extricate ourselves from those strictures. We extricate ourselves by giving the public and our clients reason to trust us, which is also reason to hire us, don't you think? We extricate ourselves as we understand, for example, that a cut-and-dried term such as arm's-length transaction is really not cut-and-dried. Analyses and critical thought are necessary to reach that decision on a case-by-case basis, not by mindless rules of thumb. At the beginning of this podcast, I asked if we were going to transform real estate appraisal. So many appraisers out there are working on this, bringing it to pass, and so many more of us have the opportunity to cooperate with them to achieve that goal. And what is that goal? Simply put, it is a credible appraisal and a persuasive, non-misleading appraisal report. Remember, if we don't bring this transformation to pass, if we don't start appraising transformatively, others antagonistic to us will. And that antagonistic transformation will not be to our benefit. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. It's an honor to be with you. It's an honor to be part of your day. Again, thank you. I'm Tim Anderson. 
be a Frazier's Advocate. If I can ever be of a help to you, please call me, Tim, at theappraisersadvocate.com. I look forward to working with you. It will be an honor to know you. And before we end this podcast, I have one question for you. Are your appraisal reports persuasive enough? Now we're clear. <laughs>